Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dum Dums and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals. Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch today. Welcome back, Elysians, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers are preparing to confront the mayor of Helmfirth. Richter uncovered a Necronomicon that revealed the entire history of Helmfirth and the Croatoan. Now he's returning to his friends to set out after the mayor as a trio. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Red and Adrian, while Richter has been learning uh, the, the dark history of, of Helmfirth uh, from its, its founding some time ago to the, uh, the ancient god uh, that died here, or did it, um, the two of you have been preparing. Um, Red, you're, you're feeling uh, uh, not great, but more like yourself. Um, you, Bobby Walkie, uh, was good enough, uh, to swing by, um, with, uh, uh, some, uh, retooled weapons for you. Um, okay. yours are, uh, I think between everything we've gone through, I think it's safe to say probably pretty wrecked. So replacement pistols, um, Adrian, you've tooled up your armor for stealth and survival. Which is good. Yeah, I think in, in concession to stealth, he will remove the top hat. So that seems not stealthy. So uh, do you want to swap it out jacket. for a bowler hat that is like the stealthy version of a top hat? Um, 
No, I think he'll just stick with his metal helmet. That feels like it's a safe thing. So that's like he's going subtle. Great. Safe. Um, so you've got more more ammo for the narwhal. So you're Great. you're locked and loaded. Um, you're ready yes, to go. He's got the narwhal. He's got his magic knife. And does he still have Excalibur? I'm going to go ahead and say no. Uh, okay. That cool. seems like uh, I think given the the state of medieval weapons in museums, um, I feel like you got the most use out of it you could. But it's it it, it it's not it's not good anything- no more. Is there anything around Richter's shop that he would think of as a replacement sword? Um, okay, given the way Adrian looks at the world, what do you think, now that he has this idea of Excalibur and he has the idea of the, the Knights of the Round Table and everything else, um, what do you think, um, and maybe that this could be a, a, a Tyler and Ryan um, co-decision as, as co-parents of this shop, Um what uh, what do you think Adrian would see that he would think has the power of Excalibur? And Tyler, you can help guide what the item might be, or Ryan can describe the item and you can say what it actually does. It would have to be about the same length as a sword, because he'd be very caught up in the length and feel, and something he could like swing with two hands. I'm not sure he would think it has to be sharp. Uh, and I don't think he'd think anything was a weapon if it was very light, because I think he's a blunt object himself. Tyler, does that give you any ideas of what might be available? It would have to be metal. I don't think he'd take wood. Uh, I was going to suggest a, di- a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like you're describing a sword uh, <laughs> uh, or a curtain rod. Um, I mean, Richter, you could have swords in your shop. I, I mean, I feel like a, a cult shop. Yeah. Not outside the realm. Yeah. Or do you have some rebar? Or do you have a coat rack that's rebar, made of metal? That's I feel like it's all in the possible realm of what Adrian yeah. could bust I'm into being to... a sword. I think it's a... Um... I think it's a giant folding fan that uh, Adrian has not realized unfolds. And when it is like splayed open, it's like a giant kind of um, like, like hieroglyphic kind of, it's just like, it's, it's an image. It's one long image across the arc of this fan that tells a great story of, of <laughs> magic and mysticism. But we may never know that because Adrian doesn't know that the fan splays open. It's just a long, it's like the the two ends of it that that fold are 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 made of like uh, uh, brass, so it's shiny and metal. Um, Perfect. Yeah, that and and it's and it's large. Like it's not meant for fanning, right? It's 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 entirely one hundred percent decorative. Uh, so it's very very large. It's larger than someone wanting to fan themselves. It's meant to be like a backdrop for a burlesque routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, just. <laughs> sexy mystical <laughs> story time yeah the the kind that jessica fletcher used to do at her shop with this item that you received as part of your purchase from her right. i mean i like to think angela lansbury has done some like cool routines in her day he said reading aloud from his dream journal um <laughs> okay so um ryan you you uh adrian obtains fan scalibur um, greatest of all weapons, um, and uh, with it, uh, you reclaim the title of uh, the once and future king of England. Uh, 
And if Teddy Roosevelt has anything to say about it, he can fucking come get some. Hmm. Um, great. So you've got uh, your, uh, as much as I love the portmanteau fan Excalibur, you don't know it's a fan. So it's just Excalibur to you. Uh, so you've got Excalibur, you've got the narwhal, you've got the magic knife. Red, you've got your pistols. Um, I think um, Bobby's able to slip you um, two uh, experimental bullets. Uh, we, in a, the modern age, would recognize these as um, hollow point. Um, but, you know, it's the 30s, baby, so everything's a little bit different. Okay. Um, but essentially... Um, uh, bullets that will uh, like they're high damage bullets. So um, oh. uh, hollow points are known for imploding on impact. So rather than a normal bullet that's like being stabbed with a little itty bitty baby tiny knife, um, these just pop um, mm-hmm. and basically just send shrapnel and razor blades through whatever is uh, is going through through someone. So um, think of these red as um, what I'll need from you mechanically is for you to declare you're using it. Yep. This is very much the uh, you know Jack Sparrow bullet around the like mm-hmm. necklace thing. Um, so let me know when you're using them. Uh, you have two, one in each gun. Um, cool. They're real good at shredding people. They're not great at shredding armor. They won't like go through walls or anything. But if you can hit something fleshy, it goes boom. Um, courtesy think, of the ice cream man. I was gonna say Adrian would also ask for a shotgun for Grandpa Richard because he knows Grandpa yeah, Richard was, used to have a shotgun. I was gonna ask. Um, okay, so we want to go with like shotgun. Then do we want to go with something lighter than that? Um, is Richter back or is Richter not? Richter is not back. This is kind of like we can I imagine Richter, he's on route. I think Richter spent three days reading and didn't realize three days had passed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. You're very hungry. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, Adrian would just ask for a shotgun, but Red could overrule. Like, I don't think Adrian really has a stake in this. He's just seen a shotgun before and would be like, same. I mean, shotgun's a a pretty safe bet because it's got a stock. So it's got something to, to, you know, prevent the recoil from breaking the scarecrow, man. Um, Also, shotguns are handy (laughs) because they're just a wall of chaos. You don't need to aim so much as point, um, particularly for for the kind of shit you're planning. So... Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so that's fair. So, yeah, um, you get a, a standard shotgun for, for Richter. Um, and uh, Bobby Walkie, uh, a.k.a. Robert Walker, the ice cream man, says, um, so, uh, listen there, uh, pals. I, I'm real glad I've been able to help you out, but um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to skip town after this. There's, uh, there's something, something going down, I think, and uh, i got to tell you, the new police force is uh, getting wise. They're driving all the ice cream men out. So uh, this might be the last time I see you for a bit. Y'all gonna be all right? I don't know. I think that that is a difficult question, but we've always made it out alive so far. So let's just agree that we'll meet again, perhaps back in Boston. Um, and uh, he smiles and he says that... Uh, you know, Miss Red, that's a, that's a pretty nice way to think about goodbyes. I hadn't thought about it that way before. Yeah. We'll see you again soon. Um, and with that, he tips his little ice cream hat. And uh, he, um, I think he actually walks over and gives you a hug, Adrian, before he leaves. Uh, just kind oh, of Adrian like a, hug him back. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Just a, a, like a, a, just a, a solid hug. He says, uh, you're good people, Adrian Diesel. Don't you forget it. And then he like, gives you a little like punch in the arm. 
Um, and uh, just before he gets back in the truck, um, he tips his little ice cream hat to you, uh, and then uh, he turns on um, the, uh, uh, the the tinkling sounds of Arms Wide Open by Creed, uh, guns the engine, and um, drives drives off um, with a that that guns sort of like the engine, yeah, a pit <laughs> pit of. Uh, <laughs> Um, a fear in his stomach, just about like not not being there for the fight. But unfortunately, ice cream and must remain neutral, neutral like the vanilla soft serve that their cars distribute to the children of the world, and neutral like the guns <laughs> they hand out to the criminals of the world. Um, so that you hear kind of the, the the tinkling of the bells down the way, and admittedly, I think Red um, weirdly, you actually feel more you're used to having a gang and being able to trust them. This is the first time you've had like a variety of allies in different walks of life helping out, which is actually quite different. Um, on that note, uh, over the three days, um, because Richter has been MIA, the two of you have had a chance uh, to talk to uh, Father Patrick O'Houlihan. Um, he stopped by um, and you can see that he is, um, and Red, I think you, Adrian, you wouldn't pick up on this, but Red, you definitely recognize when someone is driving themselves as hard as you tend to, like he's got kind of like bags under his eyes. He's clearly like a little bit unshaven. Like he's, he's done like a fast pass, but he he's looking a bit rough. Um, but he did swing by to make sure that everything was okay. And to kind of update you. And um, he just says, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, you all made it out alive. I was a little bit worried. Uh, I heard, uh, I hadn't heard from you in a few days, but uh, it's, it's good to see you all. Um, things here are uh, a little bit worse than I imagined. I uh, I didn't realize how, how much had happened here, the massacre and everything else. It would seem that uh, the dark forces are uh, truly starting to uh, coalesce around this town. I don't much care for those new buildings going up. It would seem that uh, there's a lot of wealth and power behind what's going on here. Now, the, the Vatican will never uh, approve of this, but uh, this is beyond mere exorcism. This is, this is a conspiracy that you've stumbled upon. And the Croatoan may be the very least of our worries. Tell me, is there anything I can be of assistance with before you, before you go? Have you seen a hobo named Wackadoo Willie? He has my donkeys. Is he uh, just a regular hobo or is there uh... and he kind of leans in like similar to Richter. Like and, and what's what's interesting is I think both of you are starting to recognize, uh, unfortunately, uh, the signs of a fanatic when you see it. Um, Richter is very much one. And I mean, I think when we think about fanatics, we usually think of like, ah, like Charlie Manson, but also just people who are like, oh, no, bad things are happening. I'm excited that the bad things yeah. are happening because I want to learn about them. And he, he's kind of like his... Uh, is he just a regular hobo? Is there something strange about him? Also, yeah. you have donkeys, do you? Adrian, we never actually talked about this man. Okay. Uh, is he uh, friendly? Yeah, he was nice. I met him at the drive-in, and then he went with us and helped blow up the mayor's office. And did he give you his real name? Like, who is Who is he? I don't know. Wackadoo Willie sounds like a pretty real name to me. Oh, dear. He's got a first name and a last name. Wackadoo and Willie. Uh, Father, I think... 
This is just one more piece of the I, I disjointed puzzle, shall uh, we say. I, uh, there was a time where we I thought I found a guy in the road, and then Wackadoo Willie was with him, and then he was gone. And then I, I thought it might be spooky, but it wasn't. He told me it was fine. And uh, the father's eyes narrow, and he says, uh, Mr. Diesel, if I'm understanding correctly, you're saying you, you met a man in the road, and uh, then this... Uh, Mr. Adu Willie, uh, did he uh, did he speak to this man? Did you see this man again after uh, Mr. Adu Willie uh, saw him? Well, kind of like as he's saying this, he like turns to you red, and he clearly like a look passes, which is like I understand what you're dealing with now. I'm gonna cool. try and help. Great. I don't know. I might have seen him inside his eyes or something weird. But then I was like, is that weird? And he was like, no. So clearly it's fine. Uh, Adrian, uh, I have never been more serious in my life when I say that that is not, in fact, fine. I don't know. It seemed pretty fine to me after I thought about it. How many times in the last several days have I told you that things are not fine and you disbelieve me and that it turns out that they are not, in fact, Fine. I don't know. Why are you being mean to me? Uh, now, uh, Miss Red, I, 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 I do apologize, but I, I am inclined to agree with uh, with Mr. Diesel here. This doesn't seem to be anything untoward. Uh, although, I must ask, um, my, uh, my hair is uh, rather uh, dirty and stringy, as you can see. I'd be curious to hear some of uh, your tips, given that your red hair seems so good. You know, Irish to Irish, and they just pulls you to one side. All right, listen, I agree with you entirely. This is clearly a matter for an exorcism. I just don't want to piss the big guy off anymore. Seems like he's pretty uh, committed to this wackadoo wheelie thing. Also, um, honestly, I don't expect you to know anything about hair. I don't either. I just needed something, and I'm honestly, I'm bad at lying. It's weird for a priest, but uh, here we are. Listen, um, I can look into this for you. It seems like you got your hands full with uh, whatever you're getting up to with those there uh, shooting irons. So uh, let me uh, let me look into this wackadoo Willie fellow. This sounds like an exorcism at best and a uh, demon, sorry, demonic possession, I should say, at best and possibly something worse. I've been reading about something called uh, Sin Eaters. It's uh, something the church has uh, made uh, a, a classification they've given some priests uh, but I suspect that they're, um, well, they're perhaps just using the tip of the iceberg, if you understand. Might be something a bit deeper. So let me look into it for you while you're taking care of what you need to take care of. You come find me at the motel after, and I'll, uh, I'll let you know what I found. This seems to me like, uh, well, you might, this wackadoo willy fellow might be going around eating souls. Wait a minute. We've been in here for three days, so you didn't say anything was spooky and it turned out to be spooky. Wow, that's a great tip. Butter, you say? Well, I'll be sure to try that. That's a a damn fine tip. I'm just full of them. And Mr. Diesel, it would seem you've caught uh, Miss Red here in a bit of a lie. Miss Red, you surely have not told him in the past three days that uh, something's supernatural and it's not. So I think you owe Mr. Diesel an apology. And she I'm just, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just we, we got to do what we can, right? She just stares at you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Red lied to me? No, no, no. I was testing your instincts, Adrian, and you passed. 
Does that mean I'm smart? Of course you're smart, honey. Okay, that... I don't know if that's true, but you're nice. And then he'll just, like, sit down happily and be like, maybe you can be in charge again one day. And be very proud of himself. And um, the father looks to Red, kind of questioning, like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, she just gives him a little nod and just kind of like a uh, like a half shrug. Um, and, and he kind of nods and um, he he disappears for a moment into kind of like uh, Richter's little back room. Oh. Uh, it was like a little kitchenette. <laughs> and he comes out with like uh, like a little handful of butter. And he's like, well, uh, best be taking my leave. Thanks again for the tip. Um, I'll uh, I'll look into your donkeys for you there, Mr. Diesel, and I'll uh, look okay, into our uh, other problem later, Mr. Red. Uh, but thanks for the tip. Uh, it turns out... Uh, Father Hulahan is truly bad at lying, and his way of selling this lie is to just rub butter into his hair as he stares, just like making pleading eye contact, you know, kind of like Ripley does when she's like trying to find a, a like when she's peeing in a snowbank, it's like rolling onto her foot. She's like, I can't help this. Where it's just like, oh, and it's just just a slick of butter back through his hair, and he's like, mm mm, feels better already. Um, well, uh, Adrian will look over to Red and just say, that guy eats weird. And uh, <laughs> Father Hulan's like, I. Um, and uh, with that, he uh, he leaves. So basically, um, just in term- terms of mechanics, um, given that you have a lot of open cases, um, now that you're starting to build up more allies, um, you can basically like assign them to kind of deal with shit in the same way that... Um, uh, Devin was dealing with stuff for you before he uh, was abducted and then seemingly joined the Ambrosia Foundation, which is another one of your open cases. Um, so um, while you're dealing uh, with the raid on the mayor's house, uh, Father Hulahan's going to go do research into Wackadoo Willie for you. Um, so again, just kind of a way for us to like deal with the multiple yeah. mysteries without you having to dedicate like full arcs to each one. Um, so he will, uh, I'll roll for him separately to see what he determines. And once we're done uh, this current adventure, we can check back in with him. Um, so um, is there anything else you would um, do preparation wise? Uh, currently the plan is to attempt to stealth up to the mansion. Um, you're well aware it's going to be guarded but you're heavily armed and basically unlike previous sneaking attempts, this one, the plan is very much like, yeah, we'll sneak as far as we can. And then we're just going to shoot anything that moves. Is that about right? Yeah. I'm also going to see if I can get my hands on a knife because knives are quieter than guns. So cool. Yeah. Just- we can, we can safely say that like basically like the purpose of the Bobby walkie visit is like, he's just going right. to arm you with whatever you need. So yeah, yeah I if would you like- want a knife, you could have like two. A, a good old throat slit knife. Right. You could get a good old fashioned throat slit knife. He actually right. like opens a box of them. Uh, and there's like good old fashioned, like, Ooh. you know, back shiving knives. There's like good old fashioned, like Achilles tendon slicing knives. There's like mm. just some steak knives that you have to earn by being a good, like real estate salesman in the 1980s. And then there's good old fashioned neck slicing knives. So yeah, he, he gives you one of those um, sharp blade, bit of a curve, not great for stabbing, good for slicing. Great. I think Addy would oil his armor mm-hmm. so that it would be nice and smooth moving and quiet, but he wouldn't think to take it off. So he is now just covered in oil through uh, the armor. Got any grease? Uh, and- then grease me up, woman. 
<laughs> yeah, I think also if they if they don't have like a dedicated vehicle, because I think they left theirs that stole another one and then drove away in it, he'd probably steal a car so that they would have a ride. Sure. I mean, not that he would think of it that way. He's just getting a car, but yeah. Great. I think he um, asked Red if there's a specific kind of car. He I was about to ask. <laughs> Red, what kind of car do we need that's the sneakiest? I'd say a small red car. Why not? Small red car. Like the clowns come out of at the circus. I'll be back. And he just like takes off at the door dressed as a knight with a tuxedo jacket. Proud yeah, R- Ryan, roll me a... Do you want drive auto? We've used that before. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna make your real spot hidden. Circus skill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Find greatest show. Spot circus. That is a fail at a ninety-four. All right, you come back with a different kind of car, Ryan. What kind of car did you find? Oh no. I'm thinking like a gross pickup (laughs) truck. My first answer was gonna be PT Cruiser, but I mean that's not possible. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think he has gotten. it's it's the old giant covered trucks that they would send like two squads of military guys in. Like it's diesel <laughs> and it's just huge. It's green sure. on the side. Yeah. It says U.S. Army. Oh, <laughs> and then like a, a nearby base name on the side of it. Great. Damn. Yeah. So we turned into the whole like GTA Online incursion kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Ryan, do you think it is uh, an an in commission army vehicle or is it like? Uh, I, th- I think it was Parks. No, it was the office where they bought uh, like a, a Korean church van to deliver packages in and people just kept boarding it thinking it was the shuttle to the church. Like, is this still in operation for the military or has it been bought by a local business? Keeping still in mind not- that no one knew there was another war coming yet. Hmm. I think it was still uh, in operation but it, this, it turns out Helmfirth is just a stopover for whoever was driving it. Like, I don't think there's like a military base down the street. I think it was just he saw a thing and was like, sometimes they say to be the most sneaky, you have to stand out in the crowd. Uh, and he says that as he walks past a small red car and just it's like parked outside a bar. <laughs> he just yeah. gets in and goes. So um, a few hours later, um, uh CM Wayner and uh Seymour Spinner um two uh military boys uh, enjoying a, a night at the local uh bar here in Helmfirth uh come out um and uh Wayner is just like Skinner I'm telling you that we shouldn't have parked this close to the bar and uh, Seymour Spinner says well uh Captain Wayner I'm sure this was a sick oh no uh, and then proceeds to spin an amazing story about the Aurora Borealis um, that is not purchased at all. And as a result is kicked out of the army and replaced by a man named Tamsarian. It's a long story, but uh, regardless, you've got your vehicle. You arrive um, right around the time that uh, Richter comes back. Now, Richter, would you fill them in or is the pressing mission too important? You'll fill them in after. Admittedly, the mayor punching information out of the mayor is more about determining what the mayor's plans for the city are than it is necessarily about the Croton, but what do you think you would do? Um, I think... I don't think he has time to sit them down and tell them all about everything, but I think he would just announce, like, I have answers about 
Croatoan. I have information on Croatoan. I, know... I got a truck. Oh, is that is that is that the truck out there? Yes, yeah. it is. It's very, it's it's a it's a large truck. I I don't think I've seen one larger. Neither have I. Is this for the stealth mission tonight? Yes. Definitely is. No one's going to see it coming. And with that, you pile into the truck uh, and uh, make your way to the mayor's house. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes. Maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grand darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and I'm releasing my report on the Valentine Heresy. It's an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Join Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine and Laura Elizabeth and Tyler Hewitt as Hive-bred siblings Lyric and Alto as this unlikely trio try to save the Emperor from a cabal of mysterious enemies in a series created by games master Tom McGee. Can these unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? Find out in the first episode of Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. Available now. So the mayor's house um, is, uh, as with a lot of the the, the rich folks you found, uh, kind of on the edge of town. You can kind of think of it, about it in terms of like Monty Greaves being like a wealthy industrialist. He wanted to build a super mansion, but there was nowhere to build it. So he had to build it on the edge of town and kind of try and feel important, um, as with a lot of like sprawling suburban developments. Um, that said, as you trundle up, because I really don't feel like a, a you know, a 19... 30s 20s 30s early 30s like military truck would be a quiet endeavor um you can see um uh there's sort of a large fence around it it's uh i'm literally just thinking of uh the amityville horror house uh just for for ease of of mental sake so like just like a big place with like big circular windows um sort of like one of those weird steeples that really like what the fuck is it even there for but it's there um 
uh, there are lights on on the second floor. Um, the main floor is dimly lit. Uh, it is, of course, night because, of course, it is. Um, you can see um, flashlights um, patrolling the perimeter. There are clearly um, a bunch of cops uh, sort of patrolling. That said, um, Claire, can you please roll me a... Do we have... Oh, fuck, it's been so long since I've looked at this sheet. Do you have... Um... Looking for like a streetwise or a skullduggery kind of kind of thing. I could have sworn I had something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I thought you did too, but I'm not. <laughs> We've used fast talk before. I, oh, uh, I have street sparts written above just general int. Great. Please uh, roll me one of those. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Street smarts. Uh, <laughs> that. Ooh, um. That is an extreme success. I rolled a 10. Oh, shit. Extreme success. Okay, so observing the patterns of these lights, which of course look a little bit ghostly um, in, in the uh, the dim light, um, uh, you recognize uh, a pattern that, Red, you are always fucking happy to see. Uh, it is the pattern of bored people in a routine. Mm -hmm. uh, it occurs to you that um, since the attack that you guys carried out on the mayor's office, um, with you guys being stuck in New York for a while, no one here was going to be attacking the mayor. So odds are he got spooked and fell back to his mansion and ordered a bunch of people to protect it. And likely for the first little bit, they did. But you guys were gone for like a while and then you've laid loan for a while so like now there's just cops kind of and also they're like mobsters just like wandering around outside the house and they're like on guard but they're not it's not like the day after it's it's a while after uh tyler what tickled lot. you so uh it's I, it's definitely one of those things like when you say it out loud it sounds really foolish but i've totally been there before where like if you no one says it then it seems like a perfectly reasonable thing of like They've been gone for a month. They're not going to attack us ever again. It's been like it's it's, it's been, been four six weeks. weeks. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, you know, the, the, relax. The addition, it's fine. Yeah. The six additional... weeks and they're not. No one's attacked us. It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's good. We're done. Everybody <laughs> melt your guns. Yeah. Um, I think in this case, uh, what I what I kind of particularly uh, want to very much like it draw attention to is uh, also these aren't cops. These are mobsters dressed as cops. Ooh, yes. And they're used to Boston. They and Chicago. They hate this. Mm -hmm. This is awful. They're in some little fucking nowhere provincial town on the coast with smelly rain. Like this place sucks. And they know the boss wants them here, but they went from being like heavies and Capone's like outfit to, to guarding an angry guy in a building, not their ideal situation. And they're cops now, which will never come up, but they hate that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they didn't sign up for this. So um, yeah, there's there's just a general sense of um, like the the discipline is lacking um, rather severely, which is great news. How would awesome. you like to approach uh, the building? So the entire thing is gated. Um, I should say though that it's a large property. So when I say gated, I mean like it's not like um, some of the previous houses you've tried to break into. Where it's like gate you know, mm -hmm. four meters house. This is like rich person property outside of town gated where there's right. like a fence around 
the property, but the actual mansion is inset from it. So if it's this like were a hitman level. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If this were it's... a hitman level, there's a full outside part of the level and an inside part. Yeah. Of the level. Is there like a forested area by any chance anywhere around the mansion? Um, no, I'm going to say this is uh, because it is kind of a little bit more suburban. This is kind of like, um, I know I, I mentioned Amityville. Um, Psycho is also a pretty good pull for this. So it's kind or like a Tim Burton movie where it's just like this weird kind of isolated mansion. Okay. So there's not the a hill. lot of cover. Yeah, there's like little like minor hills. Um, there's not a lot of cover other than the darkness. There are like independent trees. Okay. Um, we will say there is a garden, um, mm. like a, a fancy garden. Again, the guy is ultimately like a property developer so he does want this place to look nice yeah okay um so i mean obviously the most tactical thing is to find because like i'm not going to make richter climb over a giant gate that wouldn't Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. so i would find sorry buddy uh (laughs) uh, find a door like find find a a lock Mm. that we can either uh break or pick easily easily and quietly uh figure out the next guard change and just book it ideally probably to the back of the house so should i drive around and look for a door i mean admittedly the truck is large enough that you could use it to get up and over the fence you just have to leave a truck there or one of you would have to drive it away or i could drive the truck through the gate that's not stealthy honey um yeah but i mean you said some point we would give up on being stealthy so i didn't know if that was now not yet Okay. I'll let you know if I, I'll let you know if you need to drive the truck all the way into the house. Claire, can you roll a spot hidden, please, for Red? Yes. Also, it is worth noting, um, Richter doesn't have to come in with you um, mm-hmm. if that that proves to be a concern, and that can be something that I think either you could raise or Richter could raise, um, depending. So just keep that in your back pocket. Spot hidden. Ooh, double zeros is zero, right? Yes. 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 Okay. The best perfect. of all rules. Yes. So I rolled uh, an extreme success. I rolled a nine. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Do you find um, a gate? So, um, yes, it would seem, again, this, this whole thing seems to have been built fairly recently when, when Monty rolled into town. Um, so there are two potential entrances you can pick. One is uh, near the um, near the garden. Uh, mm-hmm. So clearly uh, was used for the garden um, to build a garden. Uh, another one is at, at the back. It's a temporary entrance that has yet to be replaced with solid fence. So it was where they would have built, brought in the building supplies. Um, so that is your, your alternate uh, place to go. Which of the two would you like to take? That one, the second, please. Uh, so the, the temporary entrance. The temporary entrance. And I want us to park the van far enough away that, the goons aren't going to be immediately alerted to our approach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. So Adrian, you park the truck far enough away uh, that you can get back to it if you need it, but also not so close as to give it away with the giant fucking green magic school bus. You just drove up (laughs) Uh, and the three of you get out and start to uh, skulk uh, towards the service entrance. Uh, Again, it's one of those weird temporary fence, like temporary gates that are like chained shut. Um, but do still very much reek of like the Home Depot of, I don't know, the 30s. Um, can I get stealth checks from all three of you, please? 
might be in trouble here. Oh, no. Ooh. It's oh, my success God. by one. Ooh. Adrian succeeded. I it rolled is. an 18. My Greasy stealth is 20. Armor. <laughs> uh, I failed, but I'm going to spend five luck to pass. Okay, great. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Adrian, your greasy armor saves the day, and the three of you make it up to the, the fence just fine. Um, so with uh, Richter and his shotgun, and Adrian with uh, uh, Fanscalibur, the narwhal, and a knife, I suppose. Um, Red, uh, go ahead and roll me a, uh, I guess, probably a locksmith check, um, which is a oh. weird... Oh, I'm gonna fit like. I, oh, wait, my... wait, red, 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 not you. We, uh, Grandpa did this good before. This and is I was true. Like usher Grandpa Richard for the lock. Because mine is one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, I I think like last time I turned to red and I say, uh, "Red, do you have a uh, a a bobby pin or something?" Uh, Can I say I have a bobby pin in my hair? I think we did last um, time. <laughs> Claire, I will give you one for one luck. Great, done. Uh, danke. It's actually the same bobby pin. You just realize, like, you don't need them for your hair. You just realize he needs them for lockpicking occasionally. Yeah. Wait, where's the donkey? Okay, Adrian, what he's, do you... He said, he said donkey. Uh, that's a hard success. Um, and... Richter will like as he's like working the lock and like it it like Grandpa. clicks over he like just tur- like over his shoulder says like I said danka Adi I said danka it, it it means thank you by the way Adrian what what do you think donkeys are can you describe one to me they're they're donkeys and what do they like, look like well they're fluffy and they're little, and they have long ears, and they like to hop around. You know, donkeys. Right. Of course. You know what? I just I had forgotten what they were. Thank you for the clarification. There's a click. like looks to red. It's like I thought they were birds. I I, I forgot. <laughs> um, there's See, a click. This is why I'm in charge. And the um uh, the chain falls away, and uh, the three of you begin to continue your stealth ride. I'm gonna just let you ride that one stealth check rather than just making you roll a thousand stealth checks because like Q. you already did the thing. Uh, plus Claire spent money for it, so I feel <laughs> like I owe you something. Um, so um, you begin to uh, sneak up towards the mansion. Um, you can see um two uh, uh cops on patrol. Uh, fuck. Cop literally means constable on patrol. Um, so oh, double that. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's squared. You see two cops on patrol. Um, yeah, you go to the ATM machine. Yeah, exactly. Or give me your SIN number. Um, so you um, you see them. They're um, they're having a conversation uh, rather loudly, and um, uh, the one guy's just like, "I'm just saying that Tommy Scaldonado doesn't exactly sound." like a great cop name you know kind of makes you sound like a bit of a criminal you know you know what i'm saying and um says uh tommy says uh 
What? Yeah, like Bobby Melvin's a real stand-up name. Well, it's more of a stand-up name than Scaldonado with all the skulking around. It's like, it's skulking, you idiot. Um, so they're clearly engaged in a bunch of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern or dead bullshit. <laughs> and um, he slowly raises his shotgun but looks at Red with well, question mark eyes. And this is my question. What do you guys do about this? They will probably... Um, like they're not like on a direct collision course for you, but if you think about it as you're approaching the mansion kind of through the grounds, they're just coming around the corner and they're clearly just doing a like a lap around the building. Mm. Um, so you're still far enough away that like you could basically either like hide, fight, just freeze. Like what 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 do you do? I think Red's just going to just gesticulate to the ground and she's just gonna lie down in a flower bed. Uh, Richter will go prone, but slower, you know, making some dad noises. Just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm going to. I get it. I'm an inactive 34 year old. I know what those (laughs) feel and sound like. Addie will lean down and smell a flower, but then see what the other two are doing and lay down as though he understood the whole time. Well, having just played a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I know if you crouch near flowers, you just get a cool outline around you and you're invisible. Um, so I'll say, uh, Tommy and Bobby, um, uh, carry on past you as, as you, you kind of hide in the flower bed. Um, and, uh, can anyone who thinks they'd be paying attention, roll a listen check <laughs> specifically, uh, sorry, I should just be clear about this. Uh, Richter and red. Can you roll a listen check? Adrian, <laughs> you're good, buddy. I'll say, can I roll my skills really bad? So it'll be interesting if I hear something. Sure, man. Go for it. Yay. I failed. I'm going to spend five luck to succeed. <laughs> I failed, even though I rolled a 33. I'm oh, very bad dude. at listening. Oh, no. I, okay. I rolled an 85, so and I failed. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, um, and I'm sorry, uh, Tyler, you failed as well? I did fail, yeah. Okay. But so, now I succeeded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Red, I was just figuring out who I had to say in the sentence about success. And it turns out, Claire, it's only you. Um, so... Um, you hear um, uh, Bobby uh, complaining to Tommy after, as, as the, just as they're starting to like get outside of earshot, and uh, he just says, uh, "Also, you know, I mean, as much as I hate dressing up like like uh, you know like a cop, I, I gotta say nothing nothing creeps me out more than those guys wearing the robes inside. You know, I was taking a leak next to one guy, and he made me call him." Ryoleth Chesterfield. Like, I'm pretty sure his name is just fucking Kevin, but he wanted to be called Ryoleth because I don't know, it's part of their weird thing. And I mean, can you believe they all have and then like his voice fades around around the corner? Cool. Uh would I I don't know if Red's heard the name Ryoleth. You haven't, um, but I think based on your general frustration with this whole fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. this the fact that you heard Ryleth Chesterfield in robes would suggest to you that uh, the mobster yeah. cops are outside. Gotham Crown is likely inside. Got it. But I wouldn't know enough to be like, Richter, there's a man with the name of an old god in there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. I, Would you I like mean, to discuss it now, Red? <laughs> Yes. You might, but in as much as just in like garden. this <laughs> sounds like bullshit garbage you've heard before. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it could be in the ballpark of, but yeah, I also don't think you'd. I also feel like, Red, you're so good at a lot of this stuff that you would assume mm-hmm. that they, like, how could you not hear this? But like, Richter mm-hmm. is just 
hurting and Adrian is considering the the smell of the flowers. Um, so yeah, once those guys are out of earshot, um, she's just gonna get up. It's 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 like get to the house, then we'll solve this problem. So um, I think yeah, as soon as it's safe to dash across and get to the door, she will do so. Being like, let's go. Okay, great. So um, I think it's safe to say that given kind of what you've been doing to this point, the three of you are able to make it to the door. Um, it seems to lead into, um, again, not fully developed yet, but um, it seems to lead into a dining room with kind of a nice, beautiful view of um, of uh, the garden and the sort of the, the backyard grounds. Um, known as inside, uh, you can see you can see some movement kind of beyond uh, the dining room. That said, um, there is a uh, there are two paintings um, on kind of the the large wall with uh, the door that leads further into the house. Um, one uh, is unframed, so it's just stretched canvas, uh, and it's massive, um, and it seems to depict um, uh, a, a number of of, of horrifying. Uh, creatures um, emerging from the clouds, from the sea, uh, from the earth itself. And there are figures wearing um, robes and sacks over their heads uh, with their arms up kind of just at the the bottom of it. Um, Richter, uh, can you roll me a mythos check, please? That'll be a... I don't have the math for this, but my mythos total is at 51 and I rolled a 13. So I think that's a hard yeah, success. But, um, I don't think it quite Without necessarily knowing their names consciously, um, some of the words you remember from the uh, the Necronomicon drift to your mind. Uh, Cthulhu, Yig, Nelerthotep, um, the color... Um, Gatanthoa, um, you you know these names as you look at them uh, in the same way that I didn't know how to pronounce Hermione's name in the Harry Potter books, and I just kind of learned to recognize the word and be like, "Cool that." But if you'd asked me to say it, I'd be like, "Hermie." Um, hmm. You seem to immediately recognize these as as great old ones, and I think all three of you can very clearly see that the people welcoming them um, are inheritors uh, dressed in the 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 white. Um, sack over their head with the blood stain and then the robes. Um, that said, the second painting is a, in a very big, one of those like or, like ornate golden frames leaning against this picture. Um, and uh, just at, at a glance, you can see that this is what's um, meant to be hung over top of that painting uh, when when company is here. But given that uh, no one is expected, um, the uh, the cultists are likely just enjoying their cool painting. Hmm. Um, the back door is unlocked. Um, it would seem that the the guards and the uh, uh, the fence are, are thought to be enough. And you find yourselves inside the house. Now you can hear the creak of footsteps around you. Um, based on the lights you saw outside, the mayor is likely upstairs as mm-hmm. it is fully lit. What do you do? I think Addy will have fallen into let red drive the bus mode because i think he's not actually going to lead this so i imagine he's doing his like classic kind of secret service shadow thing like there's almost like one hand on her shoulder so she knows that he's there and then the other hand is the narwhal just kind of following and keeping an eye on where she's not looking is his goal right so like yeah okay so checking the the corners and that sort of thing uh 
she's going to look at Richter and just mime robes to hopefully be like they're here um just kind of pointing to the picture doing the robe kind of gesture and then just kind of doing like a like a circle with her finger being like in the house awesome Um, awesome victor's gonna read that as go find some robes and he's gonna leave oh (laughs) god damn it All right. He's so, going to give you a thumbs up and he's going to he's going to No, leave. can I stop you? I'm sorry. <laughs> the second that I get like the thumbs up and you're going to walk away, I'm going to grab the back of your shirt and pull you back. Oh yeah, let's do the sweet sweet opposed roll. Let's find I, out I, what happens. I want it. So Richter, I need a dex check and Claire as red, I need a dex check. Bring it on, old man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a rolled, hard success. I rolled a two. I rolled an extreme success. Um, Richter, you you slip uh, you slip past um, Red. You reach out uh, to grab him, um, and as you do, um, you just feel like a sharp twinge in your fingers uh, from your injuries. And again, it's just like you're feeling good enough that you're not being gentle with yourself, and it's just mm-hmm. like you almost recoil. Um, and uh, Richter slips away. Um, so Richter, um, you can hear people walking, but also I think if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably don't think you can beat any of these people in combat. So this is more of like a, I'm going to like find robes. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and roll me a stealth check, please. Holy shit. That's a four. That's an, uh, that's another extreme success. Okay. So you are like a ghost and you're just like up the stairs, uh, red and Adrian, do you follow? Up the stairs, yes. Addy would just follow Red. Addy's just on Red protection detail. <laughs> Ryan, can you roll me a spot hidden, please? I mean, I can. Yeah, it's can, a fail. It's a fail. No matter roll. what, I'm bad at it, and I rolled an eighty-six. So no hope. Great. Um, so you, um, that's fine. You spot nothing. Um, you follow uh, the two of you follow up the stairs. Um, Red, you are like mildly. I mean, you're you're mad about the Richter thing. You're also mildly frustrated that um, Adrian is this stealthy, because honestly, hmm. the greased armor tux combo yeah. has made his bulk like move quieter than it normally does, even without the armor. Like it's 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 really fucking aggravating because it shouldn't work, but somehow, yeah. Um, so the, the two of you, as is often the way, uh, are chasing Richter. And I mean, I feel like this is like a Mr. Magoo sequence of just like Richter, just like kind of like looking through doors, missing a cultist who walks like a foot away from him, but the cultist also doesn't notice him. And just look, cause, cause Tyler, you've been rolling like fucking fire all night, dude. So like just fucking a weird comedy of errors where the two of you, are the audience, uh, or if we want to put it in Earthworm Jim terms, you're trying to walk that stupid dog and just like crazy shit's happening all around you, but it's just a constant like... Yeah, you get it. Yeah, it's a full Benny Hill scene. And Richter, for you, like, in your house, everything has its place. It's not organized, but everything has its place. You know exactly where to find everything you could possibly want to find. And here, you fucking can't, and it's frustrating. Um but um, eventually um, you you find a door that looks like it might lead to to like a master bedroom. Um, I will say, uh, can you roll me a, a real quick uh, mythos check? I'm not joking. 
around here or anything, okay? Actually, oh no, this is bad, I think. All zeros is 100, I think. No, all zeros is, oh shit, all zeros is 100. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Okay. <gasps> so, that, that's, so that's a fumble. Damn it. Yeah. Great. Oh. Um, you uh, just like in your, your, your pursuit of, of where robes might be, um, you're not really paying attention to um, perhaps what you, you would have caught if, if you were more conscious of it, which is uh, the draw of the, the pull you feel towards this door. To your mind, it's just, oh, cool, this is where I could find a robe. Um, and um, Red and Adrian, I mean, you're both following. Adrian, you're mostly just concerned because there's people everywhere. And, like, you know you could shoot them, but you're just not doing it because, like, Red isn't. Um, and uh, Red, you're, like, again, this is just one of those horrifying, like, oh, my God, like, there's literally, like, people everywhere, but somehow it isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you were the mayor, you would be hiding in a bedroom right now. So the fact that Richter is just, like, marching up pleasantly to open the door is tremendously concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he rolled a fumble, uh, he just strides straight up, opens the door and swings it wide, like fucking Kramer. <laughs> uh, and the two of you rush in, uh, knowing full well that like the mayor is like high up in the fucking Gotham crown. And like, this is some bad fucking news. Um, so holding your, I assume pistols or knife. For um, ooh, can I have one in each hand? Sure. Yep. So pistol yeah. and knife. Adrian, yeah. you've still got the the narwhal kind of yeah. like up and ready. They've been shot by too many people on the previous adventure for Adrian to start with the knife. All right. So um, the three of you, um, uh, the, the two of you, rush kind of almost in slow motion as Richter throws open the door, um, and. Uh, arrive moments after he steps inside, uh, which is still moments too late. Um, as the two of you see blood everywhere, um, viscera, and happily, you see Richter standing in front of it. It's beyond him that Montgomery Greaves has been, in polite terms, exploded across a wall and in the middle of this almost Rorschach drawing of what was once a man, uh, his rib cage splayed wide, his organs hanging from the ceiling, from the lamps, um, are the words, gift for you, Tracy. And below, gifts for others at their homes. And mysteriously, a hotel room key. It would seem that someone is sending a message. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. 
and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V., Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, Dad, I've got a question for you, and it makes me really frustrated. Mikey, the stars are wrong. He jumped two and a half times farther than we were supposed He's to. He's not a robot, right? He's an AI. They used you, yes, but they used me worse. I want to go home. How many minutes are in a while? Ask Your Father is available anywhere you get podcasts. Find out more at gideonmedia.com. <laughs>